Hey, greetings all you fellow slinging agents in the wild. It's your trusted handler, Brian, and welcome me once again to the Digital Rage Room. You know, I gotta say, you guys must be behind enemy lines, keeping a low profile, because the comments have been a little, little thin this week, and I'm a little concerned about all you guys. So please don't forget, leave us a comment over on our YouTube channel at WorldHard20, right into the show at WorldHard20Podcast at gmail.com. Or leave me a comment on any one of our social media platforms because we're out there on all of them. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hearing from you guys. <laughs> I'm getting lonely. I feel entrenched in. Anyways, let's warm up our dice and top off our glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode five of our homebrewed Delta Green scenario, lot 27. Keep the faith. doing good here so everybody still having fun everybody still enjoying what we're doing oh yeah like the <laughs> oh, yeah yeah that's what i'm talking about all right greetings fellas sorry of bitches sorry <laughs> <laughs> and greetings fellow slingers welcome back to world of hard 20 podcast it is uh your trusted handler brian and with me my heart slingers of yore hail pandawans uh, episode five of our homebrew Delta Green scenario, lot number 27. So you guys have made it to Union Station. You saw four guys get off the train carrying this box you've been chasing since back at Penn Station, probably even earlier than that. They got in a shuttle van, which then began to drive off. You guys accosted another shuttle van, whipped out your credentials saying, follow those guys. And he said, okay. I can do that. Joey likes squirrels. <laughs> and he starts <laughs> driving. So you guys in town for a while? For a few days. I'll uh, reach into my wallet, fish out a couple 20s, and say, hey, this is for your help. Thank you. Just Thank you. Follow, follow that van. Sure thing. Want a piece of gum? Gum? Not while I'm eating. Thanks. It's juicy fruit. Uh, Odessa will um, sequester himself as best he can and give a call to Heisenberg. Yeah, I'll engage the driver so he won't be listening. Okay. Right. So I'll I'll be jibber jabbering with the driver while you're in the back of talking to our girlfriend. Make your call. All right. Flips open the phone, presses the button, keeps it on as low. He's going to talk as low as he can. Odessa. Train or the box got off in Chicago. We're at Union Station or in a shuttle van following it now. The uh, guys got off and they got into their own shuttle. We're following, no idea where we are, where we're headed. With the box, they're With carrying the box. the box right now. They are carrying the box. That is contrary to, to our intelligence. That doesn't make any sense. It's possible it's a, these guys are just mercenaries and maybe someone gave them a higher offer. Nah, I don't think so. Not from the bodies we saw back at the civilian and at the uh, at Penn Station. I don't agree with that. These guys are zealots. How long is the layover at Union Station? Four hours. Four hours. Is it possible they're just taking it someplace before getting back on a train again to finish the rest of the trek? Yeah, but what would be the point of that? What would be the point of getting off at Union Station? I mean, it, 
it makes more sense that they have this individual with the yacht. Maybe things changed. I mean, they they are aware they're being followed. They lost two members on the way. Perhaps their plans changed, you know, to reflect this changing circumstances. They did encounter our other team and dispatch most of it, if not all of it. Well, at least from their perspective, they got them all. And now they're being followed again. They've lost two members already. It's possible that they've accelerated their, uh, they've accelerated their own timetable. It doesn't make any sense. All right, so what's the play? Are you planning on accosting them, or are you just going to see what they end up doing, what's going on? Well, previous to your instructions, we're just going to find out where it goes. All right, yeah, just follow the box. Make sure that, I mean, somebody grabbed this item. Somebody paid a lot of money for it. I'd be curious to know who did that or why or what their, what their end game with it is. Believe me, I don't want to have some entity running wild in the world either. So if it looks like it's going to get to that point, we've got to stop it. Gotcha. Edessa will put a stopwatch. He's got like a nice Iron Man watch and put a stopwatch to count down from four hours. That'll give us the idea, number one, of how long this trip is, and number two, how much time we'll have left to get back to the train. Okay. So you follow this shuttle van as it leaves the station and heads north on Interstate number 41 along the southwest body of Lake Michigan. After driving for 20 minutes and covering a mere seven miles in the traffic, the shuttle van exits West Belmont Avenue and heads west. It then makes a left on a busy road followed by another quick left onto a side street. The shuttle van stops in front of an old house that looks like it's been converted into a church of some kind. One of the men leans forward towards the driver, indicates something as the other men get out. One of them is carrying the box as all four of them head towards the front door. They don't knock, they just enter and close the door behind them. We want to get as much information from our location as possible so that we can give an address and let uh, Heisenberg know as to where the location of the box is. But since we're not to make any entry, we're just going to kind of hang out, talk to our driver. The other shuttle bus doesn't drive away, correct? No, it does not. It stays where it's at. It's waiting also. All right, I get on the phone with Heisenberg. I step out of the van to make this call. Okay. Where's he going? <laughs> Joey wants to know. Yeah, hey, Joey, you know how it is with, you know, traveling, a bunch of guys traveling together. The women get a little nervous, so he's calling his lady. <laughs> let, Joey calling knows. Calling his lady, let her know it's okay. Joey knows. Piece of gum. Uh, not but, while I'm eating, thanks. Odesso. We've uh, stopped. We're about uh, 21 minutes, maybe about five, six miles away from the air or from the train station. And we're in an older building. Looks like it's converted to a church. Very strange. We're about, I'm thinking, about five, six minutes away from the 41 due west um, I can't give you any better directions than that. There's nothing around here. Let's give you a street sign, but I'll keep on looking for something to give you an idea. Everybody got out, including the box of note. They told their shuttle driver to stay put, so we're following the van. That van hasn't left. Neither have we, so we're hanging out here. 
Whatever if that means that the van's going to be heading back to Union Station then. It does seem like this is a temporary stop, maybe to verify the goods with somebody or someone who's going to authenticate the item to make sure it is, in fact, genuine. Or maybe this is a delivery. Could be any one of a number of things. Hey, Tone, ask Heisenberg if we see the four men leave to with the shuttle, but without without the box, do they want us to go into the house and try to get the box? Or if they bring the box out just to keep following him? So, Heisenberg, if... um. If the guys come back out of this makeshift church without the box, what do you want us to do? Converge on the house. Got it. And if they come out with the box, just follow them back? Well, if they're coming out with the box, it's high probability that they're going to go back and get back on the connecting train, which will take them west. I am curious what's going on inside that house. So if they leave with the box... Can you do a quick recon of that house? Yeah, it, just for clarity, it's a re, it's a converted church, or it looks it's just a big building. Maybe it was it's a house. house. Yeah, it's a house. It's a big house. It so turned into a church. For the they turned it into a church. Farts. Okay, yeah, we can do a quick recon of the house. Yes, and not miss well, the connecting flight. Maybe we should. Yeah, we'll, we can make that happen. But real quick, out of if they're getting back in the car, we don't know if they're going back to the train. Like if they have the box, we don't know if, if they're, maybe they got the box and they took the artifact out and left it in the house and now they're leaving with the box. So we'll follow them with the, you know, we, th there's a couple questions we need to either. Well, let's do a recon of the place right now. Maybe we'll get lucky. How do we do that? There's a driver in the shuttle van right in front of the house. Yeah, I would just, just send one of us around the outside of the house just to see if there's anything. We walk around the perimeter and see if we can see anything, an open window, something like that. We have until they do, and, and according to my timer, we've got three hours and 28 minutes before the train leaves. So, real quick then, we want to try to recon the house, and... And just not make entry, just do an outside reconnaissance. So we'll walk, step, see where the doors are, the windows are, so how many stories it is. If it's got a basement, it probably does. This is Chicago. We don't think this shuttle driver would is maybe connected with them and can call and say, hey, there's a guy walking around the front of the house. I or don't a person think so. walking by the house. Yeah, there could be. That, that's a good point. And then two, if they come out of, this can all be cut out if you want, right? Mm -hmm. If they come out of the house with the box, we don't know that the item is still in there. Right? So right. they could be, especially if they think they're being followed, they can bring an empty box out and drive on some wild you know, thing for us. And now... Mm -hmm. So, one, why would they drive all the way here with the box and then drive all the way back? That seems kind of odd to me. Well, maybe they're giving it to somebody to authenticate it. Is this what we? Is this the real thing? Did we buy what we were supposed to buy? Is it what it is or what it purports to be? I mean, someone pays one point two million, and none of these guys look like experts on the particular subject matter. So, I'm thinking this is a stop to authenticate it. I would think also that the shuttle would return back to the train station because it would have to, it's from the train station. That's, no. that's just what I would like. If I was a player, I would say, well, you know, if they came here, it's not going to go someplace else and detour and detour. It's probably going to go one place and then come back. It has to come back to the station. Okay. And we're probably looking pretty suspicious because we grabbed another shuttle van too. We're like parked right behind them. Well, I yeah. could I could only imagine <laughs> that you guys probably parked around the corner like some old cheesy yeah. 70s. We're trying to be show. some kind of subtle. Yeah. 
Subtle yeah. in a shuttle. <laughs> there we go. With Joey. With Joey. <laughs> Joey Bag of Donuts. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> All right. Well, I don't think we should surveil the house. I think that would just call more attention to us. All if right. we want to do that, potentially Ichi would be the best. Um, hopefully, you know, at being, you know, with his skill set. But. I yeah, don't know think, what we would even We're thinking do. the driver's part of their crew, but that doesn't seem to be likely to me. But he doesn't again, have, well, he might not be if he's just, like they said, hey, we're, we're paying for the shuttle, like we're doing with Brother Jimmy here, you know? Yeah. Joey. Um, Joey. They probably, uh, <laughs> Joey Jims. All right. Um, juicy Fruit Jimmy. Uh, Joey. But yeah, so I would, I don't know. I, I don't think that we should try to surveil anything because, again, it's, we're following the box like it doesn't matter what's in the house because creeping in looking in windows that's just gonna get more attention i think well it only the benefit is maybe we can confirm that the object we want is definitely still in the box that's the only problem we have because if they move we're following a box but we think what we want is what's in the box so the box stays Obviously, the item stays, but if the box moves, it may not contain the item anymore. So do you so, guys stand fast in the van then, or what do you do? Yeah, we'll stand fast in the van. It's the less risky of the two. Okay, about an hour passes by before they exit this house slash church, and they are carrying the box. Does it appear to have the same weight or is like the guy now like got it under one arm and no no it it appears to have the same kind of uh density to it but i'd like for you guys to make an alertness check okay and also let's do the roll first man i can't make a perception check to save my life 92. i rolled 100. (laughs) (laughs) i I barely made it with a 49 under 53. each as you're watching with your keen vision. Wonder where he got that from. <laughs> you notice that the box is now adorned with strange symbols upon it. Hmm. Okay. They re-enter the shuttle van, which has remained parked outside the whole time. And the van pulls away. Did you guys see that? The box uh, has a bunch of strange sigils or runes on it now. Some religious mumbo jumbo or something as far as I can figure. Ock like symbols? You would know better than I, Adesso. Yeah, I missed it. I didn't see anything. You know, I, I'm I'm feeling a little worried about it. I'll I'm gonna lay a wager that they're probably going straight back to the train station. I think we should take a look through the house. How about okay. We don't know if they're going back to the train station. So maybe Makamura can stay with our friend Jimmy Joey bag of donuts here and confirm that they go back to the station. And then we can just get another t- uh, cab on the way out? Or can come back and get us. It's not that long of a drive, and I don't think that, well, they did all go to the house and they all left. So that still means there's people inside the house. Right. Unless they went all the way to this house to adorn it with whatever special religious implements they had. That makes sense. We should. It's a shuttle van from the train station. It's going back to the train station. It's not like a taxi or something like that. I'll bet you it's going back. 
I think it's worth the risk. I will say Heisenberg said follow the box, so I think it would be smart to have at least one of us follow the box and find out if it's going to the train station. If it's not, Makamura, you can let us know. Okay. Well, let's send Makamura with Joey Bag of Donuts back, and then um, if nothing else, send us another van so we don't lose any time. I can do that. You want to sit up front with Joey? No, I'll stay in the back seat. Okay, if they go back to the train station, if they go back to the train station, you can confirm it. There should be time enough for you to come back here and get us. I, or I could just send another shuttle to come get you, and I could stay eyes on box. That's even better. That's smart. I don't want to lose this box, so. Well, we'll confirm. Do it. We'll confirm that there's. They didn't leave this artifact in the house and leave with a, a, a ruined up box to get get our attention and take us off the scent. So we'll find out either way. If there's anything here, we'll have information. If not, we know that we got Makamura's eyes on the thing. Occam's eyeballs. So Joey and Makamura they take off and they follow the van leaving you guys standing on this worn out side street. You see dilapidated houses. Some of them are lived in, some of them are not. But this one house has been converted into what looks like a church. As you walk up to the entrance, you see all kinds of succulents draped over low wooden partitions to grassy areas. Two wooden doors with frosted glass bar your entrance, each with strange symbols that have been acid etched into the frosted glass on both doors any sort of uh ring cams or cameras outside or anything like that nope nothing like that at all okay is there any lights on in the house you really can't tell there seems to be a soft glow on the other side of the frosted glass but whether that's attributed to some kind of an inside illumination or maybe light leaking in through a window off the side it's hard to tell does this building look like it's open to the public? Like you could just walk in and people wouldn't be ultra suspicious of it? You know, like a regular church? You can just walk it's in probably, a regular church. It's probably open by imitation. Okay, well maybe we do a... One of us can go take a quick look around the back. Um, before I do that, I will take out the obsidian knife and that we procured from our friendly car conductor and hand that to Agent Adesso. It's like, here you go in case. Okay. In case we need to keep it quiet. Gotcha. And uh, each each will walk around, do a, a quick little surveillance around the house if possible. Okay, and you walk the full perimeter around and you see that there's untrimmed bushes and draping trees and boughs and whatnot, And as you go around, you notice that every window has got a thick, heavy drape covering it. And it's like that all the way around the house, all the way back to the front again. Is there any back door? I'm sorry? Is there a back door? There is a back door, but even the window that's on the back door is covered over. Is the back door locked? Well, you're not the one back there knocking on the back door. That's right. 
So I don't encounter anything back there. There's no dogs. There's no nothing. No, like there's that. nothing like that. In fact, the neighborhood's okay. actually pretty quiet. Okay. And the front porch area, did that have a porch light on? No. It's okay. still in the it, like early morning right now. It's 1120 in the morning right now. Okay. Well, I will text Adesso. Um, so remembering what I saw the front door and the back door, which one seems to be the easiest to pick? Technically, you never tried the front door. Well, I didn't try opening it, but I'm just saying, like, is it like a, a Jimmy Janky lock back here? or is like, No, they look like they have dead bolts. They, dead they bolts. look, yeah, they look pretty beefy. Okay. Um, I'll swing back to Adesso real quick. Well, oh, real quick, I'm going to, before I do that, I'm going to actually lightly touch the the door and see if it has any give, turn the doorknob a little bit, or if it's locked. The back door? Yeah. Is locked. Okay. I assume the front door is also. I'll make my way back to Adesso. There's nothing back there but a back door. Windows are all covered. Are we going in? Yeah, let's go in. You want to go in here or the back? Let's go through the back. Less okay. chance of encountering some. Well, we probably are going to encounter somebody if we go through the back or the front. Well, we'll less eyeballs from the street seeing us yeah. up on this door porch like a bunch of idiots. Exactly. So we'll swing to the back door and I'll take out my lock picks and I'll see if I can. Um, before we do that, is the front door locked? No. <laughs> okay. It's not. Well, well, then. Even says it right here the doors are unlocked. The front door, right? Oh, great. <laughs> you said the front door is unlocked. Are unlocked. Yeah, but you said the back door was locked. Yeah. Okay. Because technically, I never designed the house with the back door on it. Oh, and Tone's okay. like, what do you mean it doesn't have a back door? It's got to have it's some kind of fire front, escape. So they had to put a fucking back painted. door on it just now. And then I had to lock the fucking thing. <laughs> See, kids, that's how you make a game. Yeah, the house has two doors. I'm such a great handler. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since they're the only back door is a painted on one, uh, we'll we'll proceed through the front door quietly. The doors open onto a large room. Antique furniture made from old dark wood has been etched with unusual symbols and glyphs. You see hundreds of candles, some melted and burned out, others still brightly lit adorn the room in nooks and crannies built into the walls. A thick white ash crushed into the wooden floor and piled against the walls powders up against your feet as you slowly make your way into the room. Towards the back of the room, near a round table with two chairs, hangs a curtain of black beads separating this room from what lies beyond. Okay, I'll quietly proceed there and give a listen. See if I can hear any kind of cryptic mumbo-jumbo mumblings of some long, weird cosmic religion. That's a 41 under 53 for alertness. As you creep your way towards the beads, listening, got your ear out in front of you, <laughs> the beaded curtain actually parts from the other side a small old woman stands before you in her 70s hair like gray steel cords and dressed in a black dress 
of which the hem is gray from collecting this ash. Her ice blue eyes measure each of you in turn. May I help you, gentlemen? Um, ma'am, we, uh, we're looking for a fugitive. Someone who may be requesting sanctuary from your... Well, I'd like to call it a church, but I'm not really sure. Uh, we're FBI agents, and we followed an individual to this location. Have you seen anyone? Well, if you followed somebody to this location, you know that they were just here. For no. those the individuals whom you were looking for? I didn't say individuals. I said one person. Who was here, ma'am? Members of our church. How many left? Four individuals. Were you expecting four individuals? I was expecting something else besides the individuals. What were you expecting? Something I was told would be here that needed my blessing. Why are you questioning me about these, these matters? I don't understand. To reeducate, ma'am, we're looking for a very dangerous individual that has escaped into this area and may be hiding in this building. Does this building have a basement? No, it does not, but I can tell you that there is nobody else here. And the I four the gentlemen who one. came. Okay, and the four gentlemen who came here, they didn't bring anybody else, did they? No. And you weren't you were expecting four people and four people came and then four people left. I was expecting six people to arrive. Four people showed up. Okay. All right, ma'am. If you uh if you notice anything Please call the local authorities at 911. And I'm hoping there's somebody else here with you. No, I am the only one. This is Would the way it has always been. Would we have your blessing to just do a quick check of the house to make sure that you're safe? Please go right ahead. I am not in danger, but. If it makes you feel comfortable, please go ahead and do so. All right. Well, maybe uh, we'll take a Desa, quick look around. Desa, at least give, you it, can... give the idea that we're taking a quick look around. Okay. Yeah, and I'll sit with her and I'll ask her some questions sort of about this religion. Odessa, <laughs> as you start looking around the house, I'm imagining that you're going through the beaded curtain. Yeah, go through the beaded curtain. I'm going to text uh, Makamura on my phone telling him... Uh, the artifact is with the box. Keep eyes on it. It's not It's not here at this location. On the other side of the beaded curtain, you see that there are skulls adorning shelves on every wall. Small candles simmer in the sockets of them. Some are skulls of animals. Some are of human. Some are other skulls. Oh. You see that there's all kinds of Implements for etching and scribing on a little table in the far back. Agent Each, what did you want to ask? Well, ma'am, I'm sort of unfamiliar with your religion here. Is What's all this whisper of ages about? Maybe you'll have a convert. <laughs> we are a church of the old ways of an ancient god. I am the head priestess at this satellite church of the Whisper of Ages. 
How long have you been a part of it? I was brought into it as a young girl back from the old country. My name is Gretna Green. <laughs> Miss Green, it's a pleasure to meet you. I thank you for allowing us to sort of barge in here on you. Your apology is accepted. Why is it you search for those men that were here and are no longer here? What is well, it I believe what my partner said is there's a person in this area that we're searching for. His trail led us to here, and that's when we happened to see these four individuals coming out of your house. It would be a, quite a coincidence to find that the one person who you've been chasing came here when four strangers came here as well. You know that I knew those four men. Oh, and I, I would Has failed. I understand that. Just I'm so not sure you what you know, mean, ma'am. I had told Deacon Gray that he shouldn't do what he was doing. I am not on his side. I am not against him. I know he does what is best for our sect. But he is taking an enormous risk at revealing us to everyone else. Oh, is there anything more you can tell us about this Deacon Gray? He's always skirted the sides of our regulations to our sect. You haven't asked what he brought me or why he brought it to me. Well, I don't know, even know what it is anyone brought. We're, like I said, we're, we're actually here looking for a suspect that was in the area. And most of these houses here seem empty, but we saw four people leaving your house. Wanted to make sure that do a safety check. Agent Adesso, as you continue to move in the back room of the house, describe for me what you're looking for. I'm not really looking for anything. I just want to satisfy her to make her think that I was looking for a person that may have been hiding. But since I see those items in the corner, I'd like to take a closer look at them. Are they scribing tools or such? They are. They're a type of... Uh, like an etching tool. You see certain droppers that have some kind of a sidious compound within, almost as though used for burning or etching things into different materials. You see certain kinds of carving implements. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Anything else? Off in the corner, you see a scroll, or should I say several sheets of paper that have been rolled into a type of a scroll and held together with a throng of leather. Got it. Okay. Nothing I can, anything. I, do I recognize any ACLO symbols on anything? You are familiar with ACLO. After all, you do have a particular book, how to read ACLO hidden yes, in your box. So <laughs> why don't you give me a luck roll. A luck roll. Roll high, brother. Roll, yeah. Well, I've been doing really good at rolling high on my percentages. 18. 18. You do recognize a few of these symbols. They are in ACLO. But they don't make a lot of sense. It's almost as though you could recognize a particular word here or there. Two words that are close together in conjunction 
say blood shedder. Another one, it just it doesn't make sense because it doesn't translate to a verb or a noun or, or anything that you could describe it as. It just says off a shell. Off a shell. So blood shedder, could that be uh, like wound maker or um, bleed? One of the or... blades. Pardon? Like one of our blades that we have? Yeah, yeah. So some sort shedder. of ceremonial implement? Mm-hmm. Off a shell. Gotcha. Anything else stand out to me? Nothing else. Take a peek at those scrolls. Is that what you were yeah. reading? No, he was looking at some of the the different glyphs that were about. Oh, okay. Blood or Okay. Um, yeah, let's take a look at a scroll. Okay. As you untie this leather band around the scrolls and begin to open them up, you see eight tightly wound scrolls, approximately 11 inches by 14. As you quickly skim through them, least you arouse Gretna's suspicion, one of them stands out. Maybe it's because of some of the acloglyphs you've seen recently in the book that you've acquired from Montgomery Green. But it's a scroll describing how to conjoin multiple symbols together to make a more powerful glyph, a kind of soul-binding glyph. And then, just like times before, you begin to hear this voice coming from somewhere inside. It's a voice you've heard several times, Adesso. A voice that seems to not get louder, but rather intensifies the more often you hear it. The last few times you've heard it, it told you to take the incisors from the bodies at the ranger station, as well as most recently, a sample of the purple protomatter. And again, it speaks to you. Vanessa wants to take the scroll, that one that he's reading. Well, first off, can he read it? Can, if he's scanning through it, can he actually make out what's there? He can. He can make out a few words here and there. Mm -hmm. But just like anything that's dealing with the ACLO language, it would take hours to really decipher it. Because you're talking about the way that the calligraphy is put together in these scrolls and how old they are little inflections of a wrist making a swipe of a I at least I say a letter or a symbol can make the difference between water and fire just in how these things are deciphered even sometimes if somebody's right-handed versus left-handed and the particular angle of that glyph can change its whole meaning but you do manage to decipher a few words mind rending Submission. Got it. He's got that urge again to, I need to preserve it because I need to remember that this is real and this could have far greater significance than this to the instant moment. So um, how big is this scroll? They're 11 inches wide by 14 inches long. Yeah. And um, the big scroll that had, they all wound up together in one, like uh, there are eight scrolls in one tube. Yeah, and they're not even in a tube. They're just laid atop of each other and just woundly mm -hmm. curled up. And then they were fastened with this leather band. Okay, he'll take the one that uh, mind submission scroll. 
mind rending. rending submission scroll. He'll roll that up nicely and tuck it away for later. And you have zero hesitation knowing that at some point this might make a difference in everything that you've been dealing with since the agency first called you for your first mission with Clyde Bauman and dealing with his personal effects. And it kind of makes you wonder also, when the time comes, will they send somebody to your house looking for all these items that you may have when they make you the mission? Or if you suddenly have become deceased, you know, what's that going to do for Sana and your children? He's going to have to fix something. He's probably going to have to bring each into it. If something does happen and he does become, if he dies or becomes incapacitated, he wouldn't want his kids or Santa to find it, to find that collection. But from his perspective, he's, he's got to have it. He's got to remember that this is real. It's not an imagination. He's not going insane. These events did happen. And these are constant reminders. So they, they need to be preserved. It's almost like an irresistible impulse for him. And these other scrolls, they, they definitely catch your attention. But the one thing that brings you back to the here and now is you could hear each and Gretna Green talking just on the other side of the bead curtain. Well, he'll make his way towards the beaded curtain, join each and uh, Greta Green. Agent each. You see Gretna Green sitting in front of you, wondering when will we get to the bottom of our conversation? Just a minute, I'm writing down Gretna Green. Well, ma'am, I think. Uh, We've kind of already got to the bottom of it, unless there is something else you feel like talking about. Maybe something about those four men who left your place. What you got, Tom? Ask her why she, they needed her blessing. Okay. So, yeah, maybe there's a... Uh, you want to talk more about those four men who left the place with the, the little package, and you said you gave it a blessing? What kind of blessing would be for a, a priestess of the whisper of ages what what is it what would that entail it would entail giving it a blessing of victory deacon gray brought me something to bless an artifact or relic or combination of both you see an artifact is something ancient that defines a culture a relic is created using the remains of a divine holy person. And this item embodies both. And he wanted my experience, my connections, to bless this item to ensure its spiritual victory that would transcend the material victory they are cultivating. Are you familiar with Arfachel de Vile? Off the shelf divine? What's that? Off a shell, the vile. Sorry, ma'am. Not familiar. The name translates to blood shutter. There is a legend about this ancient god. During the Dark Ages, he nearly brought Europe to its knees. Sure, the plague got all the credit, but it was Off a shell who should have gotten the credit for the plague he wrought upon the people. According to legend, as long as a single drop of his blood exists, so does he. 
for if one drop of his blood touches the earth, he will reconstitute with the same manner of form, strength, and cunning, and contained within this rock that Deacon Grey had me bless is the essence of Afashazavile, a drop of his blood that has not yet touched the ground. So is that what you're saying was in that box they had? There is a large stone, a quartz, and in the center of this encapsulated is a drop of Avashel Devile. And Deacon Gray believes his victory is already assured, that the steps he takes are merely a formality. He is very focused and intends to bleed this stone and bring Afashel into their current age and offer the world to his deity and serve at his right hand. And this is something that you guys want to have happen? This Whisper of Ages church? No, our sect does not worship this deity. But Deacon Grey believes Afashel would be a means to achieve victory over the world. And he is connected to the Whisper of the Ages. And so you don't believe in his goal, but you bless the item anyway? As the head priestess here, I am told what to do, and I follow my instructions to the letter. Who told you to do that then? If you're the head priestess, this deacon, it seems to me I'm not a religious man, but I would think that a head priestess is higher than a deacon. And there are others that are higher than the head priestess. I was told to merely make accommodations for Deacon Gray. Okay, so Deacon Gray, this Deacon Gray is then being told to do by someone else then, higher than you. I believe that Deacon Gray has come up with this idea and it appealed to our superiors. I do not agree. This is not the same sect that I was brought into as a young girl and grew up in. These are not the ideas that I foster in my heart. Yeah, it's unfortunate that religion seems to change once it goes from the word of a god or gods, in maybe your case, to the words of man. I agree with you 100%. Deacon Grey intends to free Afashel beneath the shimmering of a great energy when the blood is bathed in blood. You mean the stone is bathed in blood? Do you ask this from behind the curtain? Yeah, Adesso comes back and starts to listen to the remainders and says, you mean if the stone is bathed in blood, correct? The stone will be bathed in a blood and that is when he will bleed this stone is this something that you want to happen ma'am no it is not something that i want to happen my daughter refused to join the whisper of ages she did not believe in our ways and now i worry for her because she does not have the same commitment that i once did Who's your daughter, ma'am? It's not important. I haven't seen Anna in a very long time. So your daughter's Anna. 
Yes. I don't want to live this life anymore like this. I can't do this. I don't know what kind of men you are, if you're really on the sides of the world, or if you're just bringing about something worse than I've already assured victory to. But if you are on the right side, there is one way that Deacon Grey can be defeated in this endeavor. What might that be, man? You have to be assured that every drop of this blood in the quartz is consumed by a female. So the blood that's in the quartz has to be consumed by a female in order to not have this blood god of gods come back? If the legends are to be believed. Okay. What happens to the woman that consumes the blood? I don't know if she will live or die. Legends has it that she will die. Okay. Was there anything you'd like to ask us, ma'am? Apparently, you know a little bit more than we do on this thing, and apparently our little ruse didn't get past you at all. Is there anything you want to ask us? I would ask for the mercy of ending this life. I cannot go on knowing what I have done, what I have wrought on the world, on my children. Ma'am, we can grant you that release. It is our intent to go and retrieve that vessel. And once we do that, we'll bring it back to you. And if you would do us the honor of consuming the blood to destroy it, and then for righting the wrong, I believe the scales would balance. I don't know if my body is strong enough to do it. I'm an we don't even know if you're telling the truth, ma'am. What do you have to lose? Deacon Gray believes what he believes, and I believe that Deacon Gray is correct. If you don't believe me, then you won't believe what he is going to do. Then why be here at all? So we have a job to do. We look mean to mean to finish that job. I believe I our paths are the same. We both don't want this thing happening to the world. Anything else you can tell us that will help us stop this from happening to the world? He intends to release off a shell. Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Under a blood lunar eclipse. And where might he be doing this ceremony? Is he returning here? No. He will be doing this in Colorado next session. <laughs> <laughs>Maybe it's because some of the Aklo glyphs you've seen recently in the Aklos for idiots back home. <laughs> oh, sorry. What was the name of the book again? How to read Aklo. How to read it was like, um Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Heart 20 podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora Radio, iHeartRadio, 
Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us that five-star rating and review. Don't forget about our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. So if you're into watching and you want to help support this show, then head on over and hit that subscribe button. It really does help the show out. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted over there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So until next time, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.